Now we're going to kick things back over to Mr. Mark Weber as he takes us into hour two of this morning's edition of Garden Talk. Good morning. I have good news. Good news. You know, the poor guy with the neighbor that wouldn't control the Canadian thistle? Hmm, yes. Well, in the Montgomery County, Ohio, <laughs> zoning ordinance 302.11, it says, all premises ex- and exterior property shall be maintained free from weeds or plant growth, including cultivated lawns in excess of six inches. Mm, very good. Including weeds defined as the following, Canadian thistle. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. My, if he's still listening, it is section 302.111 of the Montgomery County Zoning Code. So yes, if you own property, you have to take care of it, ladies and gentlemen. And this definitely has a little teeth to the notice. In the next hour of Garden Talk, folks, we're going to talk about picking and choosing the right plants for your lawn, garden, and landscape and so much more on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. The views and opinions expressed during this program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of Cox Media Group, Ohio. This is WHIO's consumer warrior, Clark Howard. Beware scam artists in Dayton. I'll find you out. This is WHIO meteorologist, Kirsty Zantini. If weather breaks this hour, we will break it. And you're listening to an Ask the Expert weekend on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. And a good Saturday morning to each and every one of you, and welcome back to the second hour of Garden Talk right here on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. This is a show all about helping you with your yard gardening and landscaping challenges, and we would love to hear your voices in this this hour of Garden Talk. So give us a call at 457-1290. That's 457-1290. We'll put you into the Master Control Studios where we'll be happy to have you part of this morning's broadcast. If you've got a question about your shrubs, your landscape, your lawn, your trees, your vegetable garden, whatever it may be, give us a call, 457-1290. That's 457-1290 right here on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. My name is Mark Weber, and I have hosted this show for 28 years, and I would love to hear from you today at 457-1290. And uh, without further ado, up on the hotline, we are joined by the one and only Rich Pearson. Good morning, Richmond. Good morning, Mark. How are you? I'm well. You have to control your weeds. Well, yes. Um, <laughs> but I've, I've had a... Uh, I've had experience in my past and now currently where, you know, yes, I agree with that. And actually the first step, and I strongly emphasize this, the first step is to have a pleasant, congenial, developmental conversation with the neighbor and maybe even offer to help. Um, I know. But some people... Nobody likes... I know. Nobody likes conflict, but I'm just saying is if... if 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 you've run out of run out of uh, peace offerings, I don't know what else you're supposed to do. You know, <laughs> yeah, I know because a lot of folks, you know, the their the plants in their yard, they may have they may make some very bad selections. Yeah, but education and letting them know and not making it attack is the very best first stop. Yeah, it's it's probably easier easier to to make friends than enemies, and I I truly understand that. Yeah, but that segues into what I posted this week: um, new house, and I've discovered uh, a weed I've never had to deal with before. Hmm, you want a misfortune? I yeah, yeah, nasty stuff. (laughs) I've read about it. Yeah, and I've seen it in untold numbers of pots for sale. I just have never come face to face with how extraordinarily aggressive and invasive this stuff is. Mm-hmm. And uh, it there's there's like a there's like a mothership block of it at the back of my yard, but it's literally coming up. I can find it around the base of the foundation. Mm-hmm. It's around the base of the garage. There's this big, beautiful sycamore in the backyard, and I've already pulled it off the trunk of that. It managed to get about six feet up that. 
it just it literally is everywhere and it's even jumped across the road and i have neighbors over there that have about an eight foot uh berkwood by burnham hedge and it's it's very well established in the corner of it and probably in a couple of years it will destroy that hedge well, and, and you know, this is and this is a good example also the thing that this plant does. It creates such a thick full mat. It doesn't allow any type of wildflowers to grow in cohabitation. Um, I will tell you from a management standpoint, I've seen massive mice populations explode with this particular ground cover. Um, mm-hmm. it is it, it, it it's one of those plants where I think it's got its place if it's managed. But if it's not managed, it, it gets way out of control, <laughs> to say the and, least. Yeah, and therein is the issue, is that it's managed, because it really will. It, it's very effective as a ground cover, because ground covers, by definition, should exclude weeds. It excludes everything. Nothing will grow through that stuff. But it's once it's there, it's almost impossible to remove. And I've done a lot of reading on it. It's very, uh, it's herbicide resistant, mostly because it has a very waxy cuticle. So, uh, one document I read suggested going through and scarring it with a with a weed trimmer before spraying it with with uh, with glyphosate. That'll probably help, but I think it's going to be a repeat application. Well, well you may, may I make a suggestion? What I, what I've done in the past yeah. with it is I've gone in and I've yeah. just mowed the living crap out of it. Okay, I chop it down to the ground as low as I can get it, and then once I've injured it, then I'll come in and I'll apply glossophate it at a two percent solution, and then mm-hmm. and then I'll apply glossophate every two weeks thereafter until I've completely purged it from the earth. Yeah, and that was the point of that article was you have to you have to damage the plant so that the material the can get into it. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah, yeah, and now if you I have and, this cool thing. That yeah. that I like to use on weeds, uh, the weed dragon propane torch. So I might go in after it with that, too. <laughs> yeah, you might start a forest fire with that stuff. Oh, boy. Um, well, there's nothing else in it. But, yeah, and then replacing it or alternatives to ground covers. And I actually had my eyes open when I did research. I was doing some research on the three. Because I think folks need to have a... Uh, a solution rather than, you know, you're bad, you're terrible people, you're harming the earth, get that out of your yard. Nobody likes that, but they need solutions and what they can replace it with. But I started looking at some of some ground covers that I've used that I think are very effective, and there are parts of the country where they have escaped cultivation and they are now becoming pests. So what you said earlier is absolutely critical is we need to manage what we put in our yard. Right. And, you know, one of the challenges we have these days, Rich, is there's this thought process that we're going to plant it and never have to care for it there ever, ever again. He goes, I want a low-maintenance landscape. Well, <laughs> you know, the problem is, is is, is, there, is there such a thing as a low-maintenance car you buy, you never change the oil or put new tires or brakes on? No. Um, do, you, do you buy a house and never put a new roof on it? Do you buy a house and never you know, change the roll of toilet paper. I mean, there's maintenance in everything you do in life and including your property and, and, and mowing is maintenance, proper pruning, training, and weed control is maintenance. You know, weed control and controlling your Canadian thistle problem is maintenance. And it requires there one to put an effort forth on your own accord or somebody else's accord to do maintenance. And it's just part of owning a property. I guess if you don't want to do any of that, move into a move into a condo or, or an apartment where they do it for you, but then you have to pay for it anyways than your rent or whatever else you do, you know? Uh, yep, <laughs> you're absolutely right. Yeah, one way or the <laughs> other, you're going to pay for it. So um, and, and maintenance is one of those things that happens that you have to do. Rich, I must run because of the constraints of time and one McCall of Rytags that's walked in the door, and uh, we will talk to you next week. I'll be here. Take care, my friend. Bye-bye. You too. Bye-bye. Hi, McCall. How are you? Hi, 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 hi. Good morning. I'm good. The sun's getting me in the eyes right now. I know. I didn't pull down the blind. When I started this morning, it was cloud cover and a little bit of a sunrise, so 
I guess we should put our sunglasses on this yeah. morning. Yeah. A little cold weather coming up tomorrow night. I know. Well, tonight as well. We're going to fall to uh, freezing tonight. We have a freeze warning from 1 a.m. to 9 a.m. And then we'll be back into the 30s tomorrow night. So. And um, how cold are we talking? 32 degrees tonight. Tomorrow okay. night around 36, 37. So yeah. just a very light frost. So let's kind of talk about what to do if you've got tender plants. And mm -hmm. tender plants are going to be ones that are like tomatoes, peppers. Mm -hmm. If you've planted any summer annuals like impatience or begonias. Yeah. All those kind of things that have been out there for sale for a while. So there may be some folks that have purchased them. The worst thing to do, and let's talk about the worst thing, because the worst thing always means more than the best thing. <laughs> this is true. Things that you think you should do, but yeah. aren't right. The worst thing to do is to cover it with plastic, because mm. plastic condensates, and it actually gets colder under the plastic than it will be without the plastic. Okay. So the worst thing to do- Is cover it with plastic. Is to cover it with plastic materials. Um, the best thing to cover with is like bed sheets. Um, burlap burlap is a really good choice um, they make these poly spun bound row cover materials if if you want to use that but you don't want to cover it with plastic and so if you've got bed sheets great now get it covered as the sun is going down okay you don't want to cover it while the sun is going up Right. So you want to, yeah, you definitely want to take it off right away in the morning, right? Or once temperatures get above freezing? Once we get up above about 33, 34, mm -hmm. you're safe to pull it off. It's, it's also, it has a negative impact if you leave it on too long, right? Yeah, it blocks the light. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know if it just you, got too warm. It's, it's, a way to, it's the way to kill it because if you block the light, then it can't conduct photosynthesis. Mm -hmm. Um, as far as trees are concerned, the only group of plants that I tend to get worried about with 32 degrees is Japanese maples. Okay. And this is why. Japanese maples, typically by the time they've leafed out, and mine are at home are fully leafed out, um, they only have typically one set of buds to break out of when they get damaged. So if you own a, particularly a younger Japanese maple, mm -hmm. one that isn't very tall and it's kind of low to the ground, yeah. you very well may want to cover it with a bed sheet. Okay. Now, the taller upright varieties or stuff that's close to your house, you're probably going to get enough radiant heating off of the structure that's probably going to keep the, the, the air um, warm enough or mixed enough mm -hmm. that you're not going to get that kind of damage. Yeah. Um, and the other thing you could do, this is crazy, is you could put a fan out there. Okay. Why think, is that? Well, a fan would invert the air. Hmm. It would keep the, the cold air from settling in. Right. A lot of times if you go into... Well, it's because the cold air is more dense, so it's going to settle to the to the lowest. Yeah. If you ever spend any time in, 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 in fruit growing areas in the United States or where they grow a lot of wine wine grapes... You'll see these windmills in the middle of the vineyards and the orchards, and they use those to mix the air up. Makes sense. And because cold air does what? It it's dense. It sinks. It sinks and hot air rises. Mm -hmm. So you could go out there technically with a house fan. <laughs> <laughs> now, wouldn't that be interesting? It'd make a good news story, wouldn't it? <laughs> it, would. it definitely would. But you could take household fans if you've got plants that you're concerned about and actually put a fan out there and let it run. And that fan would, for the most part, probably create enough uh, temperature inversion with the air yeah. that it would give you the protection. Because th th we're, not, we're not falling into the 20s or teens. No. We're just, we're right there on the fringe. We're right on the edge. Now, mm -hmm. in areas where... You're low, meaning if you live near river Valley. valleys yeah. or creek valleys, you very well may be in the upper 20s. Yeah. So those kind of areas, you very well be maybe a lot colder than you will be if you live in town. Mm -hmm. So it's important to realize that if you've got sensitive plants, you're going to need to protect. Now, if you've bought a grapefruit tree, an orange tree, um, a coconut tree. I saw somebody selling coconut trees the other day. <laughs> If you bought any of those kind of tropicals, those plants aren't built for this yeah, kind of weather. Yeah. They've got to be moved inside where it's warm. Let it warm up before you move them back back out. Mm -hmm. um, 
And that's kind of the take-home message here. This is like one of these things that you know it's going to happen. I've had so many people asking me about when can I plant, when can I plant, and it's just... I want, I want to tell them, oh, well, it's a beautiful Cool weekend. season crops, yeah. yes. Yeah, go ahead. But ha, Go at it. Yeah. But stuff like tomatoes and peppers, mm. the stuff that just really, soon. It, you can do it, but just realize you've got to cover. Or put them in, like the tomatoes, could you put them in like a uh, planter's pot? That yeah. way you can move that inside. Yeah, you can do that. Instead of putting it in the permanent garden. <laughs> you, you, you can definitely do it. You can put them in pots and containers and move them in and out of the house. Yeah. But just remember, these are tropical plants. Mm. They come from tropical parts of the world where it never gets cold. Right. You know, I've, one time I was in um, Mexico and uh, it was kind of a windy day and cold. It was, in their terms, it was cold. Right. It was, it was 55 degrees outside. <laughs> and there was tropical plants had cold injury. Yeah. From fifty five because it's part of the it part of part of the world where it typically doesn't get much colder than sixty, mm-hmm. and uh, and they were all running around with their fur lined coats on. And everything. <laughs> I said, well, it's all all in perspective, yeah, you know exactly. how, how cold you are. Um, McCall, thank you for yes. coming by, and 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 maybe we'll see some box fans out in front of some houses tomorrow morning. If anybody uses a box fan, I want them to take a picture and send it into Mark and I. Yeah, we want to see a box it. fan in yeah. somebody's yard. That'd be quite a, quite. Yeah. A thing to talk about, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it's good to see you. You too. We'll see you next week. You have a good week, okay? Bye-bye. Bye. Folks, when we come back, more Garden Talk after this on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. When the Miami Valley gets hit with breaking news, severe weather, or traffic tie-ups, depend on us for up-to-the-minute information. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Hey, everybody. It's Nancy here with my great friend, Christian Hahn of Joseph Airport Toyota Hyundai. Now, we know you guys do great with pre-owned cars, but there's so much more at Airport Toyota Hyundai, right? Absolutely, Nancy. But first, we had a great march. We sold over 250 pre-owned vehicles at Joseph Airport Toyota Hyundai in March alone. That's probably because of our lifetime powertrain warranty at no cost to you on most of our pre-owned cars. But let's fast forward to new cars, new Toyotas and Hyundais. We have a lot of them. Great selection, low prices, and the ease of doing business. Just like always, Nancy, it's going to be a great April. Great for savings at josephairporttoyota.com and josephairporthyundai.com or visit us in the showroom. It's exciting. So Christian folks can take a look ahead of time by shopping online, right? Absolutely. Online or in the showroom. Great selection, low prices, and the ease of doing business. And we know what you always say, Christian. Yes! Okay, let's start this. George Lovett Radio Ad, take one. Coming soon, Miami Valley, the greatest candidate you'll ever meet. What? Stop! 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 This is all wrong. Who hired this guy? I can do it. This is conservative Republican George Lovett, and I'm running for state rep. Slick ads aren't my style. Let me just tell you who I am. We'll call it the George Lovett story. My family owned a bait shop. I delivered worms. I know hard work and getting my hands dirty. Now I'm a small business owner. I've seen government get in the way of job creation. I'm a leader in my church. I care about protecting the unborn, and I'm proud to be endorsed by Ohio Right to Life. That's it. I'm George Lovett, the conservative Republican running for state rep. That's George Lovett for. Enough already. They get it. Paid for by Lovett for Ohio. Foxlagers is our name. It's time to play in the dirt again during our 59th annual spring sale. In our seven acres of greenhouses, Stockslagers grows a wide variety of flowering baskets starting at just $9.99. And bedding geraniums buy one pack, get one free. Pick from quality vegetable plants, fruit trees, and potted herbs. Stockslagers Spring Sale, now through Sunday, April 29th, one mile west of New Lebanon on U.S. 35. Stockslagers Greenhouse and Garden Center. Could you retire sooner than you think and with greater financial security? Hello, I'm David Gaylor, president of Tradewinds Financial Group. I'm also the author of Income Allocation. You will learn strategies to create a dependable, sustainable, and predictable income stream for your retirement. You'll also learn critical information about the two risks you must manage for a successful retirement. Learn more about these strategies and give Tradewinds Financial Group a call. 800-385-0437. That's 800-385-0437. 
Let me tell you why I love EDC. They take my favorite pin jewelry styles and bring them to life. At the Spring Bling event, they'll have all the brand new styles for 2018, and the designers will be in town to show me in person. I can take advantage of up to thousands of dollars in savings from up to 30% off store-wide or 48 months interest-free financing. Plus, I can schedule a personalized appointment to meet one-on-one with the designers April 27th through the 29th. It's true. If you haven't shopped EDC this spring, you're not done shopping yet. Treasure Trove in the Dayton and Fairfield malls offers retired and popular collectibles. Disney, Hollywood, Barbie, Lego, Coke, NASCAR, Boyd's, and many more. Enjoy nostalgia, pop culture? Visit Treasure Trove Collectibles in the Fairfield Commons Mall and our newest location in the Dayton Mall. When the Miami Valley needed us most, WHIO radios in Storm Center, we were there. Let's go over to radar if we can. With live wall-to-wall coverage powered by Storm Center 7. The storm is continuing to move off to the uh, east-northeast. Depend on the Miami Valley's severe weather station. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to Garden Talk. And uh, i tell you what, before we do the weather, I wanted to tell you, Are you going to build a house near trees or near a woods? Well, stand by for some really important information on that topic and so much more right here on Garden Talk. Let's check out the updated weather forecast from News Center 7. Temperatures rising through the 40s this morning with lots of clouds in place. Also a slight chance of a stray shower really at any point during the day. Highs today in the low 50s, but may feel slightly cooler as it's a little breezy from time to time. Later on tonight, skies clear and overnight lows will dip back close to freezing. Freeze warning in effect from 1 a.m. through 9 a.m. Sunday. For your Sunday, we'll have plenty of sunshine a bit better with temperatures approaching 60 degrees. I'm meteorologist McCall Wright-Eggs in the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. A current scan of the new live Doppler HG7 radar is clear. We've got a beautiful sunrise on tap over the eastern horizon. It's 43 degrees up at the airport, 46 in downtown Dayton. On the station that you depend on for weather, traffic, and garden talk, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Dayton and Springfield Station for 24-hour news, weather, and traffic. And our Ask the Expert weekends, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. 457-1290 is the number of the dial. Coming up in about four minutes or so, we'll be talking to Randy Tisha from Green Velvet Sod Farms with all of the cooler weather. There's been some serious implications on how you manage your lawn, and we'll talk about those implications in the next half hour of Garden Talk. And by the way, if you are going to be building a house in the woods, be sure to contact an ISA certified arborist to help you manage which trees to keep and which trees not to keep right here on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. This is the station Dayton turns to first for live team coverage of breaking news. WHIO Dayton Springfield. Your news starts now. Depend on it. It's 730. I'm Jonah Adi with a WHIO news update. Our top story we're following this hour. Cops still investigating when it comes to the case of a mother who was shot but managed to deliver her baby before she died. A cooler than normal start to the weekend. I'll let you know when we warm up. I'm meteorologist McCall Vrydags. Your exclusive WHIO forecast is coming up. Oh, WHIO triple team traffic. So far, not seeing any major accidents out there on the roadway this Saturday morning. We're not seeing any slowdowns on those freeways for you. Should be an easy commute out there. And our top story, Springfield cops asking anyone with information to come forward in the case of a Springfield woman who died earlier this week after delivering her baby on life support. 25-year-old Lindsay Wilson was shot in the head back in March. Springfield Police Chief Lee Graff held a press conference Friday afternoon to give an update on the case. We asked if there were any suspects, but Graff could not go into specifics. Wilson's death this week has put her case back in the spotlight. WHIO's James Bukley says the family and friends of Wilson coming together more and more to help any way they can to lead to the arrest of, of a suspect. Well, in Washington, German Chancellor Angela Merkel met with the president yesterday after a historic summit between North and South Korea. Peace between the two nations on the Korean Peninsula wasn't the only thing they discussed. Chancellor Merkel also did her best to convince President Trump to stay in the Iran nuclear deal. 
But overseas, Secretary of State Mike Pompeo confirmed that the president is highly unlikely to stay in the deal past the May 12th renewal deadline. That's, that's Fox's Caroline Shively. Well, now to Cincinnati, where a Springfield Township woman is wanted by cops for the theft of a butterfly. Jamie Revis is accused of swiping a blue morpho butterfly from the Crone Conservatory back on April 15th. That species of butterfly is native to South and Central America. The UC professors at the conservatory say the stolen butterfly is likely dead due to Ohio's colder climate. Now you can find a picture of Revis on our website, whio.com. Now let's get a look at our 24-hour weather forecast from meteorologist McCall Vrydags. Temperatures rising through the 40s this morning with lots of clouds in place. Also a slight chance of a stray shower really at any point during the day. Highs today in the low 50s but may feel slightly cooler as it's a little breezy from time to time. Later on tonight, skies clear and overnight lows will dip back close to freezing. Freeze warning in effect from 1 a.m. through 9 a.m. Sunday. For your Sunday, we'll have plenty of sunshine a bit better with temperatures approaching 60 degrees. I'm meteorologist McCall Vrydags in the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Well, the latest scan of the Doppler 7 radar is looking all clear at this hour. The clouds were covering the sunlight from our studio here on South Main Street in Dayton, but they've since moved on very quickly. It's certainly a beautiful start to our Saturday morning. A little chilly out there, however. 39 degrees in Troy, 43 in Springfield, and in Dayton at 733. I'm Jonah Adi on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Depend on it. This is Larry Hanskin. I met Richard Herps of Keller Williams Realty five years ago over coffee at a restaurant in Miller Lane. I think we spent more time talking sports that day than we did real estate. Well, that day launched the conversation that we've had here on the radio about how Richard Herbst has consistently sold more than 100 homes a year, year after year, in a tough market. And now, when the Dayton real estate market is seeing exceptional selling prices and a lot of happy buyers, too. And as our friendship has developed, I've learned about Richard's passion for his hometown community, Van where he's active in the Rotary and other groups, but I also know he sells homes all over the Miami Valley and all kinds of homes, $400,000 plus to starter homes. The bottom line, if you want to sell your home, I am confident Richard Herbst can help you do just that. Call him today at 477-1411. I spotted it then, and I can still spot a winner now when I see one. Richard Herbst of Keller Williams Realty. Make sure you give him a call today at 477-1411. Looking to add a little spice to your life this weekend? Hello, this is John from Knollwood Garden Center. It's a short step from garden to kitchen when you discover how easy it is to grow fresh-for-the-table herbs right from your patio or deck. This week, Knollwood's fresh, locally-grown herbs are 20% off and ready for you to plant, pinch, and prepare your first of many garden-fresh meals of the summer. Think your favorite restaurant buys shipped-in herbs for their table? Not a chance, and neither should you. Knollwood Garden Center in Beaver Creek. We're gardeners just like you. Kids, gardens, and butterflies. Some things are just meant for each other. Choosing the right plants is the first step, and that's where our team really shines. I'm John from Knollwood Garden Center. Our plant geeks know that milkweed is a butterfly magnet and that hummingbirds can't resist salvia. They know the perfect spot where your plants will thrive, your kids will laugh, and everything seems right with the world. Gardening can do that, so let the dirt fly. Noah Garden Center Landscaping in Beaver Creek. We're gardeners just like you. This is WHIO's Clark Howard. I save you money, and the gang at WHIO work hard to bring you live breaking weather, traffic, and news right here. WHIO. How can you grow a better lawn? Let's go in the grass with Randy Tisher of Green Velvet Sod Farms on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Good morning, Mr. Tisher. Good morning, sir. The coldest spring in 125 years? Did I read that right? That's what they're telling me. Man. That's cold. (laughs) Well, it's hard to believe. Uh, I I know... uh... Dr. Uh, Dr. Gardner uh, there at Ohio State University used the word wacky to describe uh, this spring, and that's probably pretty accurate. It, uh, it's been a wacky year, and I, I don't know. Uh, you know, Mark, uh, up until just, uh, just a few days ago, it has been, uh, it's been too wet. Our field conditions on our farm, on our sod farm, have been too wet for us to hook up a tractor and go out into our fields and uh, and do any kind of tillage work whatsoever. And here we are 
only a few days from the 1st of May, and uh, I, I can't, uh, you know, I've been doing this all my life. I cannot remember a time when we have had to uh, wait until May to get into the fields to uh, to try to do anything like that. Are there our hopes to do any kind of uh, of spring seeding in our in our farm are just about given up. Uh, it's right. Just, when it gets in the in the first of May, it's just it's just too late for 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 me to to risk planting grass seed. We're a lot better well, off. Well, you know, you know, what's weird about this whole thing, Randy, is is you know you you know me. I'm a big I'm a big uh, growing degree day guy. Yep. And and I watch growing degree days like I watch weather reports and and I the GDD uh, tracker dot net sends me alerts when we hit these growing de- degree days when yep. the likelihood of something happening and I think it was must have been the twenty third I got a, a an alert that crabgrass was on the on the launch yep and uh, you know I went out. Well, it's a couple places I know where crabgrass usually germinates, and I did find a little bit of germination. Did you really? Yeah, and it was kind of interesting because what was the most compelling about it was that it was germinating within probably one to two inches of a hard surface being... Well, yeah, there's, there's, there's the trick. There's the trick, next to a curb. So crabgrass is up and starting to do its thing. On the same token, though, with temperatures dropping down into the 30 to 2 degree range, that is going to delay the rest of the crabgrass from germinating, So, which kind of dovetails into what you wrote this week about the cold temperatures and the fact that it's going to dramatically change the way that we're going to manage um, our turf this year, particularly with the use of herbicides, isn't it? Yeah, well, and uh, and you know we're still getting a lot of people calling up and asking about uh, whether they can still put down the the crabgrass pre-emergent product, and uh, and for the most part, except for where you've got that heat island effect right next to the the paved driveway or the sidewalk, those those places collect the the heat from the sunlight and warm up the soil that right next to it. Uh, for the most uh, most areas in the in the lawn. Uh, you know, we took a soil thermometer out into the into the into the ground just a you know, yesterday, and we're just uh, we're right about 50 degrees yesterday, Mark, and uh, you know, and we were 38 degrees only maybe 10 days ago, so we're we're creeping back up uh, in the right direction, but but uh, you know, you need a steady oh 55 degrees or so for crabgrass to really germinate, so we're. Well, like David Gardner said, Dr. Gardner at Ohio State says we're probably seven to ten days before the the all the all the crabgrass uh, in the lawn is is probably going to start popping, and uh, there's still time to put your pre-emergent products out. But uh, uh, he also mentions, and and if anybody's trying to kill broadleaf weeds, uh, you know, there's there's different formulations of herbicide, but uh, the ester, the E S T E R, the ester formulation of herbicides work a lot better in the in these cool conditions than the uh, and the amine formulation so uh, there are some uh, strategies to uh, lawn control when it gets into this cool time of the year that uh, that work better than than others yeah my my only my only thing about be careful with esters because they do float they yeah. they do float in many places <laughs> they do not belong and they do lots of damage to things that really matter so just be careful with those types of products. Well, for, yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right. There's, yeah. uh, there's two sides to every every one of these little things, but yeah. you know, we're 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 making progress. I I think uh, eventually things are warm up, and uh, and I, it's just interesting. I I was uh, visiting a golf course uh, yesterday, and the superintendent uh, uh, really felt that he you know he felt like he was almost. You know, in a lot of parts of his uh, his golf course, maybe up to maybe even a month behind what mm-hmm. was normal on the course, and uh, so it'll be interesting to see if things speed up and uh, and uh, and become normal, uh, so to speak, as we get into the summer, or whether this uh, whether this changes. Everybody's got their own opinion of things, but. Mother Nature is going to remind us who the boss is, and uh, we'll find out what she has in store for us. You know, Randy, I, I wanted to bring up a topic um, this morning. I've, we talked a little bit in the 6 o'clock hour about selecting and choosing um, um, herbicides and, and products and how the brand name on the, on the box or on the label has absolutely no validity. 
What matters is what's inside the bottle or the yeah. bag with the active ingredient and how that that product name, you know, Roundup now has so many different names and so yeah. many different formulations and so many things that confuse the living. I mean, they, it confuses me. I mean, I'm a I'm 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 a chemical herbicide geek. I I know herbicides like the back of my hand, but when I go to the store and I look at all these different names, I'm I'm going, it's this is for lawns and this is yep. for stumps and this is for this. And I'm thinking to myself, the average person that sees this stuff, I say to him, turn it around, read the label, get to know those chemical names like glyphosate. Yep or 2,4-D, get to know what those names are and how to use them because it's really the, the, the important part of this is if you don't, you run the risk of serious damages to your property. Well, you do. And, you know, I, I had the, the fun of being over at Knollwood for for their uh, the garden party a week or two ago, and and I was uh, I was right next to all the all those different products, and I could, I could see the frustration on people's face. They would... Uh, there at the wall full of all of those products and uh and they're so similar but but in many respects so different and uh and you're right and you got to look at the fine print and put when you're old like me you got to put your glasses on and you got to read and you know even for a professional mark even for a guy like like me and you that, that do this for a living you you really have to read the label and pay attention because uh you grab uh you grab the the, the wrong product and uh and you may uh you may do damage to your yard that you weren't expecting and uh and that's unfortunate but uh, there's so many products on the market today that that uh you you need and, and, and read the label read the label read the label that's I, I can't i can't i can't repeat that more often yeah and you know randy one thing that i i was working on something for somebody the other day and the first three or four sentences is you are required to read the label in an entirety yeah. Each time you use this product, and I thought to myself, how many people do that? They don't. But the well, thing is, is then that's one we wonder why we get the, the level of, of off-target damage that we, we often get. So, folks, if you're going to use any of these products, these products all have wonderful, wonderful things that will provide you benefit. But please, please, please read the label and understand fully what you're doing just don't ply it hoping that it's all going to, let's just say, make it all better when it very well may only work worsen what's already a bad situation. You're right, and application rates are so important. And if you don't understand it, then take a step back and get, find an expert and ask the question before you start applying it to your yard. Uh, uh, you know, it, it is confusing about application rates. How much of this do I mix with water? Uh, how do I apply it? And if you don't know what you're doing, if you don't understand it, uh, it's not uh, it's not bad to ask a question. It's a lot easier to ask a question than it is to replace your whole yard. And mm-hmm. I tell you, I had a gentleman come in here just a couple of weeks ago with a a pitcher. He uh, he bought some material and didn't pay attention to the application rates, and uh, his yard was probably killed because he he applied uh, whatever he put down at twice the rate and. Uh, and it, it it didn't make that lawn too happy. So uh, yep. uh, it's so easy to make a mistake, but so easy to ask a question. Mr. Tisher, have a good grass growing day, and we will talk to you next week. You got a you got a deal, Mark. All right, take care, my friend. See you later. Thanks. Bye bye. You've been in the grass with Randy Tisher of Green Velvet Sod Farms. Our Ask the Expert phone lines are open to answer your gardening and landscape questions. Call Mark Weber at 457-1290. It's our Ask the Expert weekend on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. 457-1290, if you'd like to be part of this morning's broadcast, there's an open line for you. And uh, let's go back to the telephone lines. By the way, the next hour of Garden Talk, we're going to be telling you about a fantastic, incredible event that's coming to Ohio in August. And also, we're going to do, Chris, what plan I am and what we call the wild and crazy last hour of Garden Talk. Do you see that they're coming to Dayton? The Doobie Brothers? No. Oh. Who's the wild and crazy guys? 
I'm not sure. Steve, Who are you talking Steve about? Steve Martin and 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 Short. Oh yes, I did see that. The ro- yeah, have you ever seen this guys? I have not. They're real, they're well worth the price of admission. I, I've always been a big Steve Martin fan, but um, yeah, Mar- him and Martin Short are well worth the price of admission. Those guys are absolutely hilarious. Let's go to Pleasant Hill, Ohio, and let's go talk to Dustin. Dustin, good morning, and uh, welcome to Garden Talk, and happy spring to you, sir. Happy spring to you, Mark. How can I help? So um, I recently had my house built uh, within the last year, and I have basically three acres uh, that I'm turning from a cornfield to a lawn, and um, I put some seed down and last uh, late spring I uh, got a little bit of growth not not as much as I had hoped I got uh, way too much rain uh, a few times I'm fairly certain it washed out a lot of my seed um, and then I uh, reseeded again in the fall um, and so a lot of it had started to grow um, not very much before it ended up going dormant before the winter uh, frost kind of took over um, and so now, when I look out, I see a lot of uh, my baby grass that started to grow, but it's it's not really growing. It's just kind of uh, does, it, does it look stunted? I don't, I don't know if it's going to grow. If it, what what's going on with it? Well, let's talk a little bit about it. Um, first of all, what kind of grass are you trying to grow? Kentucky bluegrass, turf type tall fescue. What are you trying to do? It's a it's a blend of ryegrass, uh, tall fescue, and and bluegrass. Okay, well, that's your first strike against you. <laughs> okay. okay, okay, you got to choose one of the three. Okay, this is why because it's like trying to put um, uh, parts for a Ford on a Chevy and parts from a from a Buick on a Ford. It just doesn't work. Turf okay. t- turf type tall fescue is turf type tall fescue. Bluegrass is bluegrass. Perennial rye is perennial rye. So my first recommendation is, so make up your mind which three you want and choose it. If I was had to choose, I would never pick perennial rye. I would only pick turf-type tall fescue or Kentucky bluegrass. Okay. That's your first, first issue. Second issue is seed quality. Um, the most expensive seed you can buy is the cheapest seed. So the only seed that you should be purchasing and utilizing is green velvet seed. So third okay. thing is, have we done a soil test? I know I hate everybody hates it when I ask this question. Have we done a soil test? I have not done a soil test. Okay. So how do we know why it's not growing then? Meaning that uh, my guess is you're deficient in something, but I can't tell you what you're deficient in without soil test. So one of the ways we manage getting good growth is manage nutrition. Nutrition is like the gas pedal in your car, okay? Mm-hmm. And, and the thing is, is you got a gauge that tells you when your gas 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 tank is nearly empty, right? Right. And you put gas in your gas tank when it's empty, right? Correct. The only gauge you have to determine what your lawn needs nutritionally is a soil test. Period. <laughs> Don't guess soil test. Because you don't know when that gas tank is empty or full. All right. right. You can't grow a lawn without the proper nutrition. And you can't grow a lot of plants without proper nutrition. So manage it. It's like you manage your everything else in your life. Manage it. Fourth thing, soil the seed contact. When you're sowing this, this grass seed, how are we incorporating it into the soil? Uh, when I did it in the fall, I did core aeration. Um, I did uh, front, back, side to side, zigzag. I mean, I had holes everywhere. Okay, but then what did you do with the seed? Uh, then I overseeded it. Okay, that's your that's your next mistake. You got to get that seed into the soil. If it is not into the soil, it's not going to be able to have contact with the soil and imbibe water because for grass seed to germinate, it needs to imbibe 500 times its own weight in water. And one way that we do that is by making sure it's connected to the soil. And we have to drill it in, scratch it in, or rake it in. 
Or we can do it in the winter and rely on Mother Nature to freeze and thaw it in. Okay? okay. But if, if you throw it on top, you've just wasted your money. Okay. So what I'm going to say to you is I'm going to suggest, number one, a soil test before you spend any more money. Okay? Stop. Mm-hmm. That's not like Clark Howard. Stop wasting your money. <laughs> I want you to do a soil test, sir. Okay? When, after the soil test, I want you to con- worry about controlling weeds the balance of this year, and then about August 15th, you need, you have till August 15th to decide if you want to grow Kentucky bluegrass or if you want to grow turf-type tall fescue. Once you decide which of those two you're going to grow, then you're going to go buy green velvet grass seed. Don't okay. be, don't be cheap. Don't be cheap and buy something buy something that that you has no idea what its genetics is. What you're buying with green velvet grass seed, sir, is high end genetics that will in the in the long term be the best investment you have ever made to your lawn. Everybody everybody goes by my house that knows where I live and always says, God, Weber's yard is so thick and full. It just must be because he knows all about plants and has a green thumb. No, I just bought I just bought really good, high-quality sod from Green Velvet, and I take care of it. That's how I have a thick lawn. That's how I do it. I don't wave a magic wand. I don't stand on the roof of my house and go, you will be beautiful lawn today. It doesn't work that way. Okay? Right. So And then so your targeted time for seeding is going to be August 15th. You're going to rent a slice seeder. You're going to slice seed that whole place and that turf type tall fescue or that Kentucky bluegrass. And at the same time, you're going to uh, apply the, the proper amount of fertilizer based upon the soil test that you ran. Okay. Does this make sense? Now, where, where would I get the soil test done? You typically can get soil testing done through companies like mine. We do soil testing for clients all over the United States. Okay. And, and with that, you get a professional collection, a professional report based on what the test results are. And then what we do is we give you the analysis of how to get it done. If you buy, if you just do it yourself, you're just going to get the sheet of paper that says a bunch of stuff. And you're going to go, what does this all mean? That's what I do. I tell people what to do with it. I'm an educator. Okay. Right. Does that make sense to you? Yep. Okay. I hope I, you, I wish you the best, time. but like I said, don't don't go cheap on seed. Okay. <laughs> don't go okay. cheap on seed. Don't go cheap on fertilizer. Don't guess. Do this methodically and scientifically, and you'll end up with a really amazing, amazing um, end result. Okay? Absolutely. Dustin, take care, and thanks for the call. Thank you, Mark. You bet. Bye-bye. More Garden Talk shall continue after this on AM 1290 and News 95.7. W-H-I-O. It's our Ask the Experts weekend on the Miami Valley Radio Station with breaking news, weather, and traffic. AM 1290 and News 95.7 W-H-I-O. Hey, everybody. It's Nancy here with my great friend, Christian Hahn of Joseph Airport Toyota Hyundai. Now, we know you guys do great with pre-owned cars, but there's so much more at Airport Toyota Hyundai, right? Absolutely, Nancy. But first... We had a great march. We sold over 250 pre-owned vehicles at Joseph Airport Toyota Hyundai in March alone. That's probably because of our lifetime powertrain warranty at no cost to you on most of our pre-owned cars. But let's fast forward to new cars, new Toyotas and Hyundais. We have a lot of them. Great selection, low prices, and the ease of doing business. Just like always, Nancy, it's going to be a great April. Great for savings at josephairporttoyota.com and josephairporthyundai.com or visit us in the showroom. It's exciting. So Christian folks can take a look ahead of time by shopping online, right? Absolutely. Online or in the showroom. Great selection, low prices, and the ease of doing business. And we know what you always say, Christian. Yes! If keeping up the beauty of your home lawn and landscape is at the top of your to-do list, you're in good company. Hi, this is Randy with Green Velvet Sod Farms, and we are the spring season's biggest fan because, for us, it means all things outside your window will be waking up and showing off their natural green beauty, including your lawn. Since 1959, Green Velvet has been your trusted local supplier of Ohio's most beautiful Kentucky bluegrass and turf-type tall fescue sod. You can count on us to provide you with products to keep your landscape healthy and thriving with our top quality grass seeds, fertilizers, weed control products, and much more. 
But quality products are just the tip of the grass blade here at Green Velvet. We've built our business on relationships with people who trust the knowledge and advice of our team of turf professionals. Visit one of our four Dayton or Columbus locations or online at greenvelvet.com for solutions to your specific lawn care needs. It's easy to be green with Green Velvet. Your local in-the-grass experts for 59 years and growing. David Cemetery offers many options for your cremation, from niches in our mausoleums and columbariums to a ground burial in our traditional grave spaces or scattering in our remembrance circle. Like traditional burial, placing a cremation in a columbarium or mausoleum niche offers family and friends a physical location for memorialization. For more information, call 937-434-2255 or go to davidcemetery.com. David Cemetery, generations of care. Could you retire? sooner than you think and with greater financial security. Hello, I'm David Gaylor, president of Tradewinds Financial Group. I'm also the author of Income Allocation. You will learn strategies to create a dependable, sustainable, and predictable income stream for your retirement. You'll also learn critical information about the two risks you must manage for a successful retirement. Learn more about these strategies and give Tradewinds Financial Group a call. 800-385-0437. That's 800-385-0437. Let me tell you why I love EDC. They take my favorite pin jewelry styles and bring them to life. At the Spring Bling event, they'll have all the brand new styles for 2018, and the designers will be in town to show me in person. I can take advantage of up to thousands of dollars in savings from up to 30% off store-wide or 48 months interest-free financing. Plus, I can schedule a personalized appointment to meet one-on-one with the designers April 27th through the 29th. It's true. If you haven't shopped EDC this spring, you're not done shopping yet. Hundreds of reporters working around the clock to bring you the latest news from the Miami Valley. You can depend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news weather and traffic station. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. It's an Ask the Experts weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news weather and traffic station. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. It's about 7.58, two minutes before the hour of 8 o'clock. We're going to have a whole other hour of Garden Talk that remains, and we would love to hear your voices in the third and final hour of Garden Talk. Maybe you got a question about your lawn. Maybe you got a question about your trees. Maybe you've got a question about selecting and choosing the right contractor to do a project for you in your landscape. Maybe you've got a question about which varieties of tomatoes or peppers or eggplant. Or maybe you just want to grow maybe a few vegetables out on your patio porch. Well, we've got answers and solutions for you at 457-1290. Don't forget as well, next hour of Garden Talk, we're going to talk about a really spectacular event that's coming to Ohio in August, and along with that as well, taking your calls at 457-1290. And don't forget, during the week, you can always reach out to me at weberlandscaping.com or area code 937-835-3381. More Garden Talk continues after this on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. From our downtown Dayton McAfee Heating and Air Studios, WHIO AM Dayton, WHIO FM Pleasant Hill, a Cox Media Group station.